pretty interesting story that came out last week as a very historic deal uh, was signed in our country. Métis organizations in Alberta and Saskatchewan and Ontario all signed a deal with Ottawa that designates them indigenous governments, essentially. There's a lot more into it. Um, but they're just like the rest of First Nations in Canada in this regard. Now, and this this has been a long time coming. So to walk us through what this means and how we got here, we're going to chat with Garrett Tomlinson, who is the Senior Director of Self-Government for the Métis Nation of Alberta. Garrett, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. Oh, thanks for having me, Shay. I sure appreciate it. So this deal, this has been a goal of the Métis Nation of Alberta, I mean, like for decades, literally, right? Yeah, I mean, reaching full full self-government and recognition from Canada, not just a goal for decades, but really a goal since the, the days of Riel and the provisional governments in Manitoba, uh, and really a goal for the Métis as they, they expanded westward and, and journeyed westward, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, exactly, like going back a very long time. So so this designation, give us an idea, uh, recognizing the Métis nations as governments. What does that change? What does that mean for the Métis nation of Alberta in particular? You know, for a long time, uh, Métis in, in Canada and Alberta specifically languished within uh, the nonprofit societies realm. That was the only available mechanism they had to organize themselves under the Societies Act and various provincial uh, incorporating uh, regimes. Now, really what Canada is saying in this agreement, what they've uh, committed to in this agreement, is that there is immediate recognition that the Métis Nation is a public government with the same standing as Alberta and Canada on that nation-to-nation and government-to-government basis. So what can the Métis Nation of Alberta do today that it couldn't do last week? What does this change? You know, really the big uh, the big change that's coming now is this gives us the ability to to then push forward with legislation that further recognizes the standing of the Métis as a government as envisioned in the Constitution. The same as First Nations are, are recognized as governments. And we can push forward to legislation that will be introduced through Parliament that will recognize that, and then eventually a treaty that actually uh, corrects a lot of the historical harms and uh, deficiencies between the relationship between Canada and the Métis. And it allows the Métis Nation of Alberta to become a government that delivers services directly to its citizens, the same as you see other Indigenous governments uh, doing now. When, like I say, this has been a process. So uh, there was a development in 2019, right? That was sort of when you took a step forward. What changed between 2019 and now? Because that was sort of a sticking point, right? Yeah, you bet. So in 2019, we, we signed a, a, an agreement that was similar in principle. It was a self-government recognition agreement. And what that agreement did was set out a path uh, for the MNA to take certain steps that then Canada would agree that they have reached uh, the status and standing as a government, and then we could negotiate in legislation. Uh, a big part of that was the constitution ratification vote that happened in November by the Métis, where we, we broke every record in Canada, having our people vote on it, um, and, and they came out overwhelmingly in favour. So we really went through those steps towards recognition. What this agreement does is it says, okay, there are no more steps. You are a government as of today. Gotcha. Okay. Now, um, is this the end? Is Was this the end goal? There's still more. Like you say, this was a step. Uh, is there still farther to go? Oh, yeah. There's there's lots more work to be done uh, on this file to reach actual recognition or actual reconciliation and, and uh, recognition and self-determination from the Crown. The next step now is, is for the federal government to introduce legislation into Parliament that formalizes and gives constitutional protection to these agreements so they can't be changed by uh, the changing whims of Parliament as they may okay. change from one political party to the next. And then after that, we'll look at uh, negotiating a self-government agreement and treaty, uh, which is a modern agreement that allows us to then 
act uh, as a government and collect transfer payments from Canada instead of just taking it on service delivery models grant by grant. So ultimately, is that the end? I mean, what do you envision if, if everything goes according to plan and it all works out and you get what you want? What, what does the Métis Nation of Alberta look like? What's, what's, the, what's the end goal, I guess? I mean, the end goal really is a, a properly funded, functioning government as envisioned by, by the Constitution in 1982 for the Métis, where the Métis can govern themselves and deliver the programs and services necessary to support themselves in, in this model uh, of Canadian colonialism. Um, so really, that, that would be the end goal, but that's not an end. That's, uh, that's a journey in and of itself, right? So we're in the river now, uh, so to speak. We're, we're both in canoes. Canada's in theirs. We're in ours, and, and we'll keep going down and, mm-hmm. and taking each paddle as it comes. But a big step, yeah. yeah awesome. Garrett, Thank you so much for being here, and we'll, we'll follow this journey closely, and we'll check in again. Thank you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.